Today is the 28th day of August, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Let us confess our sins against God and against our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalms for the 28th day evening prayer. Psalms 136, 137, 138. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. Who only does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever? Who by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever? Who spread out the earth upon the waters, for his mercy endures forever? Who created great lights, for his mercy endures forever? The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern by night, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures forever, and brought out Israel among them, for his mercy endures forever. With a mighty hand and stretched out arm, for his mercy endures forever. Who divided the Red Sea into two, for his mercy endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness, 
for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down great kings, for his mercy endures forever, and slew mighty kings, for his mercy endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever. And gave away their land for an inheritance, and his mercy endures forever. An inheritance for Israel, his servant, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endures forever, and delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever, who gives food to all creatures, for his mercy endures forever, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. By the waters of Babylon, we sat down and wept when we remembered you, O Zion. As for our harps, we hung them up on the trees in the midst of that land. For those who led us away captive asked us for a song, and our oppressors called for myrrh. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song upon an alien soil? If I forget you, O Lord, O Jerusalem, let your right hand forget its skill. Let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above its highest joy. Remember the day of Jerusalem, O Lord, against the people of Edom, who said, down with it, down with it, even to the ground. O daughter of Babylon, doomed to destruction, happy the one who puts you back for what you have done to us. Happy shall be who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rock. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down towards your holy temple and praise your name because of your love and faithfulness. For you have glorified your name and your word above all things. When I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the kings of the earth will praise you, O Lord, when they have heard the words of your mouth. They will sing the ways of the Lord, that greatest glory of God. Through the Lord be high. He cares for the lowly. He perceives the haughty from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretched forth your hands against the fury of my enemies. Your right hand shall save me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. O Lord, your love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 22, beginning at the 30th verse. Since the tribune wanted to find out what Paul was being accused of by the Jews, the next day he released him and ordered the chief priests and the entire council to meet. He brought Paul and had him stand before them. While Paul was looking intently at the council, he said, Brothers, up to this day I have lived my life with a clear conscience before God. 
Then the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near him to strike him on the mouth. At this Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting there to judge me according to the law? And yet in violation of the law you order me to be struck? Those standing nearby said, Do you dare to insult God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not realize, brother, that he was a high priest. For it is written, You shall not speak evil of the leader of your people. When Paul noticed that some of the Sadducees and others were Pharisees, he called out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, son of Pharisees. I am on trial concerning the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dissension began among and between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly were divided. The Sadducees said that there was no resurrection or angel or spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledged all three. Then a great clamor arose, and certain scribes of the Pharisees' group stood up and contended, We find nothing wrong with this man. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? When the dissension became violent, the tribune, fearing that they would tear Paul to pieces, ordered the soldiers to go back down, take him by force, and bring him into the barracks. That night the Lord stood near him and said, Keep up your courage, for just as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must bear witness also in Rome. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 11, beginning at the 12th verse. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see whether perhaps he would find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Then he came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling and those who were buying in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. He was teaching and saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And when the chief priests and the scribes heard it, they kept looking for a way to kill him. For they were afraid of him, because the whole crowd was spellbound by his teaching. And when evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. 
Then Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I tell you, if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart but believe that what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. So I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Whenever you stand in praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, by night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Here's a reading for the Monday following Proper 15. It is a reading from early Christian writings, specifically from Tertullian, discussing, discussing the passions of the holy martyrs, Perpetua and Felicitas. Chapter 6. Here is a quick summary. From the prison, they are led forth with joy into the amphitheater, especially Perpetua and Felicitas. All refuse to put on profane garments. They are scourged. They are thrown to the wild beasts. Satyrus twice is unheard. Perpetua and Felicitas are thrown down. They are called back to the Sanavarian gate. Satyrus, wounded by a leopard, exhorts the soldier. They kiss one another and are slain with the sword. One. The day of their victory shone forth and they proceeded from the prison into the amphitheater, as if to an assembly, joyous and of brilliant countenances. If, perchance, shrinking, it was with joy and not with fear. Perpetua followed with placid look and with step and gait as a matron of Christ, beloved of God, casting down the luster of her eyes from the gaze of all. Moreover, Felicitas, rejoicing that she had safely brought forth so that she might fight with the wild beasts, from the blood and from the midwife to the gladiator, to wash 
after childbirth with his second baptism. And when they were brought to the gate and were constrained to put on the clothing, the men, that of the priests of Saturn, and the women, that of those who were consecrated to Ceres, that noble-minded woman resisted even to the end with constancy. For she said, We've come thus far of our own accord for this reason, that our liberty might not be restrained. For this reason, we have yielded our minds, that we might not do any such thing as this. We've agreed on this with you. Injustice acknowledged the justice. The tribune yielded to their being brought as simply as they were. Perpetua sang psalms already treading underfoot the head of the Egyptian. Revocatus and Saturninus and Saturus uttered threatenings against the gazing people about this martyrdom. When they came within sight of Hilarionus, by gesture and nod, they began to say to Hilarionus, Thou judgest us, say they, but God will judge thee. At this the people, exasperated, demanded that they should be tormented with scourges as they passed along the rank of the venators. And they indeed rejoiced that they should have incurred any one of their Lord's passions. 2. But he who had said, Ask, and ye shall receive, gave to them when they asked that death which each one had wished for. For when at any time they had been discoursing among themselves about their wish in respect of their martyrdom, Saturninus indeed had professed that he wished that he might be thrown to all the beasts, doubtless that he might wear a more glorious crown. Therefore, in the beginning of the exhibition, he and Revocatus made trial of the leopard, and more, moreover, upon the scaffold, they were harassed by the bear. Ceterus, however, held nothing in greater abomination than a bear, but he imagined that he would be put an end to with one bite of a leopard. Therefore, when a wild boar was supplied, it was the huntsman, rather, who had supplied the boar, who was gored by the same beast, and died the day after the shows. Satyrus only was drawn out, and when he had been bound on the floor near to a bear, the bear would not come forth from his den. And so Satyrus for the second time is recalled unhurt. 3. Moreover, for the young women, the devil prepared a fierce cow provided especially for that purpose contrary to custom, rivaling their sex also in that of the beasts. And so, stripped and clothed with nets, they were led forth. The populace shuddered as they saw one young woman of delicate frame and another with breasts still dropping from her recent childbirth. So, being recalled, they are unbound. Perpetua is let in. She was tossed and fell on her loins, and when she saw her tunic torn from her side, 
she drew it over her as a veil for her middle, rather mindful of her modesty than her suffering. Then she was called for again, and bound up her disheveled hair, for it was not becoming for a martyr to suffer with disheveled hair, lest she should appear to be mourning in her glory. So she rose up, and when she saw Felicitas crushed, she approached and gave her her hand and lifted her up. And both of them stood together, and the brutality of the populace being appeased, they were recalled to the Sanavavarian gate. Then Perpetua received by a certain one who was still a catechumen, Rusticus by name, who kept close to her, and she, as if aroused from sleep, so deeply had she been in the spirit and in an ecstasy, began to look around her and to say to the amazement of all, I cannot tell when we are to be led out to that cow. And when she had heard what had already happened, she did not believe it until she had perceived signs of injury in her body and in her dress and had recognized the catechumen. Afterwards, causing that catechumen and the brother to approach, she addressed them, saying, Stand fast in the faith, and love one another, all of you, and be not offended by my sufferings. For the same satirist at the other entrance exhorted the soldier Pudens, saying, Assuredly, here I am, as I have promised and foretold, for up to this minute I have felt no beast. And now, believe with your whole heart, lo, I am going forth to that beast, and I shall be destroyed with one bite of the leopard. And immediately at the conclusion of the exhibition, he was thrown to the leopard, and with one bite of his, he was bathed with such a quantity of blood that the people shouted out to him as if he were returning the testimony of his second baptism. Saved and washed! Saved and washed! Manifestly, he was assuredly saved, who had been glorified in such a spectacle. Then to the soldier, Prudence, he said, Farewell, and be mindful of my faith, and let not these things disturb, but confirm you. And at that same time he asked for a little ring from his finger, and returned it to him bathed in his wound, leaving to him an inherited token and the memory of his blood. And then lifeless, he is cast down with the rest to be slaughtered in the usual place. And when the populace called for them into the midst, that as the sword penetrated into their body, they might make their eyes partners in the murder, they rose up of their own accord and transferred themselves whither the people wished. But they first kissed one another that they might consummate their martyrdom with the kiss of peace. The rest, indeed, immovable and in silence, 
received the sword thrust. Much more Satyrus, who also had first ascended the ladder and first gave up his spirit, for he also was waiting for Perpetua. But Perpetua, that she might taste some pain, being pierced between the ribs, cried out loudly, and she herself placed the wavering right hand of the youthful gladiator to her throat. Possibly such a woman could not have been slain unless she herself had willed it, because she was feared by the impure spirit. O most brave and blessed martyrs, O truly called and chosen unto the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, whom whoever magnifies and honors and adores assuredly ought to read these examples for the edification of the church, not less than the ancient ones, so that new virtues also may testify that one and the same Holy Spirit is always operating, even until now. And God, the Father Omnipotent, and His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who is the glory and infinite power forever and ever. Amen. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the author of peace and the lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, 
may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us good land for our heritage. We humbly ask that you may always prove ourselves a people mindful of your favor and glad to do your will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united peoples the multitudes brought hither out of many kindreds and tongues. And do with the spirit of wisdom those to whom in your name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to your law we may show forth your praise among the nations of the earth. In the times of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in you to fail. All which we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>